You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's shameless after show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's shameless after show. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another AfterBuzz show for Shameless Season 4, Episode 4, called Strangers on a Train. Thanks for joining us on Monday night. We thought you guys would all be watching the Super Bowl last night, although it wasn't such a great game. No. But <laughs> So we're joining you live here tonight. I'm your host, JJ Jurgens, and I'm joined by... Joyce Azuri. Hey, everybody. And in- back doing the engineer and hosting duties... <laughs> Hello, everybody. Put him on the spot while he's engineering. Sorry, I Phil. Know. No worries. <laughs> and tonight we have a very special guest here, Gideon Emery, who plays Professor Moss. Professor Moss. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, well, let's dive right in. Let's begin by talking about Kevin and V this episode. Oh, Kevin and V. The constant struggle with the bar now. I loved it. I thought they, I mean, their chemistry and their energy is always great. They're good this episode. I agree. It's always fun to see them. And I, we kind of predicted we knew Carl would find a way to somehow break into those drugs of these. It was and- so easy. Yeah, I mean, it, it sort of, it didn't seem like much of a revelation, I suppose, when, you know, she's like, no! And you're like, well, there's, I know there was like a lock, but there, it was glass. It was glass. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> there was, there was a bit of a, yeah. That was the, uh, yeah, I could have killed, I think, to that. <laughs> yeah. It was very Carl of him. She might have needed to rethink her stash where she was going to hide those. Oh, yeah. I loved I loved how quickly she reacted, though. That was hilarious. Yeah. It was a good reaction, good moment. And Kev has happened to get creative and find some new workers for the bar. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, what is it? He needed to clean out the apartment above the bar, right? The, the place where, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, Stan stayed when he was still alive. And... He need, there was asbestos, asbestos he went to yeah. Home yeah. Depot to hire some guys to clean it up. <laughs> not not offensive at all. No, not uh, at all. But, yeah. you know, I, I wasn't expecting him to pick them up when he said he was going to Home Depot. That's not what I was expecting. Right. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yeah. But in true shameless fashion. Indeed. Well, Phil, anything I, on those guys? Uh, I mean, just about the customers, you know, we, we predicted that it's going to be a slow burn throughout the whole season of like, oh, now we're getting charged for this. And remember, so we see a lot of people obviously coming in and out, whether Mickey in, in this this episode lip. Um, so it's interesting how that's taking a toll on the patrons themselves. And especially mm-hmm. when they, you know, as in this case, they're trying to cut corners in that respect. But like, hey, what about us? You know, we're, we're supposed to still, you know, we made this bar. Why, why are you chipping us on the money or whatever? Um, so I like that aspect of it, and I really think that, you know, by s- episode six, it's really going to build to something, and, mm-hmm. and maybe Frank gets in there, and he's like, what's been going on here? <laughs> and it'll be fun to see that really one of develop. his monologues. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, he was still giving them booze, though. I mean, I, I don't know if they expect us to assume that he was charging them after, mm-hmm. but they were just like, okay, I'll give you only half a shot. Or when Mickey walked in with all those hookers, um, <laughs> what did he do? He gave them all 
booze. Mm-hmm. I mean, did he charge them? I Gave it know. to Frank's daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. Maybe he's just having a hard time being that guy. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess he had to do that because, you know, she's family, you know, officially <laughs> now. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I guess, it's, yeah, it's that whole, like, extended family thing. I don't know. I don't know how it's, it's the business is never <laughs> going to turn a profit <laughs> until they actually, you know, call in those uh, tabs. So, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. true. We'll have to figure it out. Well, talking about Mickey coming in the bar, let's move on and discuss Mickey and his whores now that he has gathered. I love the line from the father of like, ah, if you guys, if you think your wife is of any quality, trust me, she's oh, not. Yeah. I know from experience. I, <laughs> I love that one too because he's just sitting there, kind of you know nonchalant, yeah. tucked away, and he just throws that one out there. He's really taken a back seat so far this season. He's not uh, been his normal douchey asshole self. Well, especially considering how powerful. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Well, he was when he set that whole thing up and yeah. was beating people up. Yeah. Um, I just, I I want to hate what he's doing because, you know, he is associating himself with these people and I want Mickey to be better than that. But mm-hmm. I think he's trying to help them, if anything. So he's not mm-hmm. necessarily doing a bad thing. This, yeah, yeah. There, there, does, there does seem to be some sort of... Uh, 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 yeah, there's some sort of wholesome kind of yeah, quality to Yeah, in his own way. Yeah. Plus, know. he's trying to help Kevin after he suggested renting out the apartment upstairs to to their job, basically. Having them bring mm-hmm. their work up there and pay rent. <laughs> yeah, I, good. I felt sorry for Mickey when he was trying to make a legitimate, like, stick up for these ladies. And then all she does is go get a whole group oh, yeah. of... A new, a new, new truckload of rides, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Poor um, Mickey. And that's the first time he meets her as well, right? Yeah. So there's also that kind of thing where he's just going to get slaughtered. You don't mess with the Russians. You don't, (laughs) you know. But, um, yeah, I guess, yeah. And then she was very pleasant, and she was like, hey, it's business, and uh, (laughs) good luck, buddy, kind of thing, you know. (laughs) I just loved how he was like, you're Sasha. (laughs) Yeah, not at all what he's he's expecting. (laughs) (laughs) Backed away. (laughs) Yep, yep. Well, I'd like to see. I hope this maybe does become a good... uh, business for yeah <laughs> you know like him to become the big pimp daddy and maybe create some income i mean and also notice i mean at least for me i didn't remember him mentioning ian in any way so this is proving to be some sort of distraction something to keep him mm-hmm. preoccupied from thinking about ian at least for now though i mean just well, of course. he had a, he had a prostitute try to you know, do him and without even a strap on. It's just still funny to me. Like any, like if you're gonna simulate anything, like how is that even working? So I think, yeah. So maybe distraction, very short lived. Very short lived, yeah. definitely. So, <laughs> yeah. I kind of want, yeah. I, I kind of want better things, better because that's the thing. You kind of want better things for all of them because they all mm-hmm. do deserve better, but they just keep. You know, making poor choices, kind of thing. And what's mm-hmm. what's sad is that this seems the most viable 
business proposition, <laughs> you know, out of what's going sort of thing, you know. And it's like, yeah, but it kind of seems like it kind of makes a lot of sense he's right now. He's making the most you know? of what he's got. Yeah, yeah. and it make, makes more sense than the bar right now kind of thing. So yeah. I don't know. It's and true. especially since it's so close to him, since it is his wife and he's got to take care of family. And I still want to know if that baby is his. The baby in her belly. Mm. I guess we'll find that out later. Do you know? I've no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Thought I'd ask. (laughs) Well, let's move on and start talking about Lip. So, Lip had a big episode this week. A lot going on at school. Yeah. I mean, he, what, he came back to the bar after, you know, failing to come into your test on time. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to quit so bad. But something in him changed. And something in uh, Professor Moss changed too, and let him take that test. Yeah, I mean, it was a sweet, it was a sweet, you know, ending. You know, yeah. all in all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was, I was quite. Um, I got, I got to say, when I, when I saw the, when I got the script um, for that episode, and you know, you're reading through and stuff, and I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, like a touching, you know, a little, little scene, and it was yeah. just, it was just lovely. It was lovely. Um, yeah, I mean, he has like a sort of a little bit of a relapse, and I think what's, what's interesting is, is you got the. On this show, it's like the kids uh, uh, don't know what the right choices are to make in life kind of thing because they don't have these role models, you know, great role models. Mm -hmm. The adults should know better, but, you know, they just continually mess up kind of thing. And then you've got Lip and kind of Fiona, I guess, who who have – a chance to kind of break out of this, these shackles of, of what the card they've been dealt, you know, and that Frank's kind of, you know, pissed on their, their, their sort of foundation and upbringing and stuff. And, and, you know, they, they just, they just, they make the poor choices here and there, but they have, it's like, they just kind of stick so close. They're so close to making, uh, uh, making things work, you know, lips like so close to kind of becoming like a, a member of like the workforce and, 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 you know, like college educated man, you know, like just like stepping out of that thing. And, and, and Fiona as well is like, it's a real job. But now she's had a whole goodness. I mean, her thing. Yes. Wow. <laughs> you know, she's, it's, but it is, it's like, uh, it's like you were saying, it's like, uh, an addiction. I well, guess. I, for me, what I like, uh, one of the, my favorite parts was, um, when your character told him, you know, I think about the, the person that you took over, right? The number two kid in the scholarship and, and you know, mm-hmm. the choices that he would have made and he would have been here. Mm. You you didn't. And he throws out the BS thing of, oh, um, you know, what if I was giving CPR? Well, you know what? Maybe in life you need to also account for those emergencies. And I really think that speech coupled with Kevin later on really got to lip and it was like, okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. I can possibly do this. You know, I just need to do it in the right way and – you know, uh, I'm lying to everyone else around me, but it's not fooling me. I just need to tell the truth to myself, if nothing else. Yeah, he needs to be held responsible. I felt so him. sorry for him, though, when he comes to your class to take the test after we'd seen him studying, really trying mm. to do the right thing. You know, no, and no, then the he thing gets... is, he's like he's one of those kids. It's like the kid who call, who you know cries wolf kind of thing. You yeah. know, it's like he's continually messing yeah. up, and then he you know it's out of his control completely. It could have happened to any one of those. You know, you know. Straight, you know, uh, nerdy little kids, you know, <laughs> who, who would never have. But, yeah. but yeah, unfortunately, he just he looks like one of those things. He's set up, you know, he's mm-hmm. a bad. He's he's set himself up as like a bit of a bad egg, and and. But look, hey, it worked out in the end, and you go like, well, okay, maybe there is hope after all. Maybe society can <laughs> mm-hmm. make a little space for you know for the lips of the world to yeah. 
to kind of try, fail, and, and try again. You know? What was See, the shirt that, remember, Lip was wearing? Like, <laughs> fucking uh, fuck you, you fuck sexy, you, you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you don't want to judge pers- a person by what he's wearing. But again, it doesn't send a message it when every help. other no. word on yeah. your shirt... <laughs> Especially, especially in the dean's yeah. office. Yeah, yes. Not, not good. I not love good. that he wore that shirt. At least I thought, yeah, turn it inside out before you, if you're really going to plead your case before yeah. going into the dean. But see, I, amongst all this, I don't want him to lose himself. Like, he should still be lip, but, you know, adapt to something like this. Be, be in this um, role as a student and succeed at it, but still be himself. I like yeah. that that shirt was. Small. I think that's also. Yeah. I think that's part of the problem is because he knows he knows he's better than the life he's led up till now, kind of thing. And then you know, there you see him like studying, you know, and he's like acing all the answers, yeah. kind of thing. And you know, he's got this. You know, he has he has a head on his shoulders, kind of thing. But I think what this means though is if he steps out of the life he's led up till now, you know, it's a foreign world. He doesn't know those people. Then those people are the people, very people he despises, mm-hmm. you know, or he has mm-hmm. despised up until now mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, like, what does that say about him if he's one of them now, you know? Mm-hmm. And that means he's he's kind of, you know, give, flipping the bird to uh, the life and the people that he, he knows, you know? Mm-hmm. True. Which is right. interesting because I mean, he hates him so much, so then he runs back to home mm. thinking that it's going to be this And goes back war. to crazy. And then right, yeah. yes. Out, you know? Yeah. yeah. For a little bit of, yeah. Yeah. Crazy love. And she, like, punches, <laughs> punches him. <laughs> that was a good she Look, decked him. He, he didn't exactly come off as... He, he just wanted some booty, okay? And, I, I mean, as much as he cares about her, he still came to her at a time where he just needed, like, an escape. Yeah. Maybe, he, I mean, he cared, but... Well, even just much? the line, even to follow up, like, she says, I have a boyfriend. Well, is he here? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's just a throwaway. It's not going to mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. So and and the fact that he mentioned he wouldn't mind having a little brat running around like yeah. his little kid, I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I loved her it's in the moment real. actually, and I haven't been her biggest fan throughout the the years, but I actually really liked her in those scenes because she was like, no, you know, that's not what I need. I don't need to be sitting here taking care of your kid while you're off at you know college, mm-hmm. and she's left there. And I, I like to see her standing up and telling him to suck it up and get out of there. Yeah. And, and really decking him. Yeah, definitely happy for her. <laughs> yeah. But there's something, something about Lip is he's so earnest, though, the whole time. He's so, so very, very earnest. You know, it's very much what you see is what you get kind of thing. And it's, and they're not all like that. You know, they all seem to be like kind of working their schemes and stuff. And, you know, and he can, mm-hmm. you know, he can a little bit, but it, but for, for the most part, he just seems so genuine. You know, yeah, it's, it seems like he... You know he belongs in a he belongs in a in a, in a different family. You know he yeah. he does deserve better. So uh, it's it's nice that he kind of I don't know has the 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 getting his toes toes wet in 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 a better life kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So as his professor, when you turned him away, did you did you think you would push him I to do a, the right thing? I got or a what? comment on that scene which has nothing to do with what the scene's about. Mm-hmm. I have to confess the the um, I arrived that day for work at like six a.m. I had no voice, no voice at all, which is like the worst thing for an actor to arrive yeah. on set, like or, or like a gig. And I, that's literally this was my wow. voice. Oh and no! I couldn't project more than this. Literally, I had like I was like, "What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do?" And um, you know, I, I you know I told them when I arrived, and I'm like, you know, I'm sorry, guys. And I could, what am I gonna do? Call them at five in the morning? It's like they're not gonna. What can they do? But I was like so. 
so fortunate that um you know the nature of the scene kind of lent itself to that yeah and so <laughs> i was like i'm totally gonna you know loop that scene and like like re-record it but fortunately we didn't and and fortunately um you know lip was kind of had to bring his whole thing down here as well yeah. not that he would have been big but you know what i mean it's like he had to meet this kind of that it was yeah, but thank goodness yeah. it, that was what the scene was and not me going like hey, blah, 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 or something yeah, you yeah. Know? oh it's it totally worked I was so stressed I, I was so stressed <sighs> that's probably like why I looked like really intense when I opened the door kind of thing hey, I'm worked. doing yeah. my best totally to worked. get something out because that was all I had it was pathetic <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great because to me it just read that they're all taking the test you yeah. didn't no. want them to be interrupted by his no, tardiness no. and you know we're being no. respectful to <laughs> But kids. also, when, when you let him in, I mean, there is obviously some sort of secrecy to the fact that you're letting him, you know, come in and... My voice was normal then. Oh, it was normal yeah, then? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that there, that was just that was just okay. a choice, well. obviously. <laughs> no, no, when, when, when I don't let him into the test thing, that whole, oh, okay. that whole whisper thing, yeah. Well, I think it was great because it made it yeah. intense, too, because even I remember when he had his hand on the door and you just gave him a look, like... You know, get that hand off there, and he has yeah. to sheepishly take it yeah. away. So I yeah. thought it played very nicely. Yeah, but he's <laughs> he also like, well. don't be a prick or whatever. You know, it's yeah. like because that's the thing. It's like he's trying so hard, but then that doesn't help his case. No. You know, it's like because that's re- I'm going to warm to him. You know. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever yeah. had a professor like Professor Moss? Um. Yeah, that would suggest that I I was a you know a difficult student, which you know, which I wasn't. So. Well. Um. I don't, I don't know. I don't think Professor Moss was, you know, is particularly. I think he's just very by the book. I mean, well, if you're talking about the like the flip side, where you know someone who's gone the extra mile kind of thing. I mean, yeah, there's like a teacher or two, I guess, who, yeah, who those kind of because they're so, um, they so dictate how you feel about you know your subjects and stuff, you know, and it really can make yeah. a difference. That's true. Huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's a roundabout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bill, anything? Um, you know, we, we spoke in terms of right the the Mandy slash the abortion thing. I, I think mm-hmm. you know for me what what that stems to is the fact that in his whole life, Lip has never had to really make a choice. He's been forced to do these things, and with college, that's really a choice. You know, it's it's what's supposed to, it, and it's obviously we talked about it represents a better life, but. Um, you know, I think ultimately that's what he's afraid of—to be able to make his own choices and live in the own, you know, world by being uh, hammered in by the man, so to speak. You know, he has to do things a certain way, and there's only one choice, uh, and you could call it just to survive or whatever. And so he's afraid of anything more than that. he's afraid of his success, ultimately. Well, I think it's, it's also also I mean, in, in addition to that, it's kind of if you keep acting a certain way, you you know, you can always blame if you can always blame somebody else. For your BS kind of thing, it's it's so much easier. You can go like, yeah, well, it's because of what? It's because of the family. It's because of this. It's because of the parents. It's because I don't have any money. It's because of my dad. It's because of this kind of thing. Whereas, like, if he does this, if he graduates and whatever, then it's all on him. It's mm-hmm. all on him, you know. And then he has to, yeah, yeah he has to really take uh, responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like the moment, too, when Kev lays into him about it, you know, and he just gives him that talk and I thought that was 
I don't know, I really like that moment yeah. of the heart to our heart yeah. and him kind of, because it's like Lip was so proud of how he had bashed in all the cars and was acting out well, and no, running and that's, from and that's, the... that's just like his opening gambit with uh, Mandy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that would impress her. It's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. she was impressed. <laughs> and she was, and that's, yeah. exactly, that's what he knows, yeah. 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 yeah, I like how Kevin was kind of Lip's bigger brother. I mean, Lip doesn't have an older brother to really look up to, so to have Kevin kind of give him advice and tell him to just grow a pair, like, Mm-hmm. You are, you got this. You earned this. You're smart enough to be a part of it. Just go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. Well, somebody who I'm not so fond of this episode. Let's talk about Fiona. Oh boy, this whole season. <laughs> so naughty, fun. naughty, getting fingered on the train. Is admitting Old the first step because <laughs> she admits to V that she has a problem. Kind of. Yeah, I, I like V calling her out on yeah. it. I do too. Voice of reason. Yes, these always. But, oh, you could have, you could have called. But you yeah, I was. Yeah, I was telling JJ earlier. I'm so glad they addressed that because it's so obvious. Like she could have just done that. She could have just texted him, just like he's been texting her this whole time. Mm-hmm. But instead, like he suspected, like she wants it. Like she wanted to be there with him physically, and she wanted to see what would happen. She was just tempted. Mm-hmm. She took the hard way. I just. <sighs> so upset with her. I love Mike and I just feel like this guy's Robbie's no good. No good mm-hmm. and just just the the I think seeing Robbie how he reacted when Mike came over to his apartment and she was hiding under the the table and he purposely wanted to lead them oh, in there yeah. and then tease sure. yeah and just and then he looked even looked back and like mocked her on her way on his way back out and it was just like Oh, what is she doing? He's he's an ass. I know that he's got a lot of um, qualities that Jimmy, you know, holds the qualities that Fiona likes. But he is a straight up jerk. Mm-hmm. Steve wasn't even that much of a jerk, or Jimmy, or you know, Steve Jimmy Jimmy Steve. Jimmy. <laughs> but again, unlike with with Steve Jimmy, I don't blame uh, Robbie in this situation. I I I'm with JJ. I right. blame her because you know it, now it's a pattern. Right, first time, mm-hmm. yeah, you get fooled once, shame on you. I, I fool me twice, shame on me. It's true. No, I totally agree. She yeah. she could control it just as much as. And so she many wants moments to. where it's just been. I mean, it is like this whole game to her too, because it's like having the first time they have sex with with Mike being in the next room, and then he's now Robbie's texting her in front of him at the office, and it's, <laughs> my heart was beating so fast while I was watching. I was like, no. I know how she feels, those situations. Oh, you do? Not, <laughs> I mean, like, that. <laughs> do so, that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that feeling of, like, oh, crap, i got to hide this, you know, it's, and it's not easy. But, uh, you see, it set up this whole thing. It's like now that's, that's they've set it up. It's like that's how it has to be now, mm-hmm. you know, for them to, you know, for it to happen. So it either, she either has to go call Turkey or they have to find something more and more you know, risque and, and dangerous to yeah. You know, it's true. Yeah, play out. How I mean, did how did she know where he lived all of a sudden? How did he know which like, stop to get on? The, the, yeah, the, uh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> well, like which which specific train? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, the answer is never know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, to me again, it's just. We're headed such a da- uh, crash because of, right, the number one thing in Mike's life, honesty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he 
and uh, he's getting burned in so many ways. Obviously, he was a bit. He was a bit. Sorry to interrupt, but he was ahead. a little bit harsh that first time round. What oh, was yeah. what was it about? It was when she, she didn't, didn't call ma- him or something. Yeah, she didn't say what did she what did she not admit? And when he gave her the whole speech, the whole honesty. Yeah, speech. she she she. It was about the phone call, and 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 it was about um, the car. The car got broken and things like that. And so she she was hiding right. the truth. Right. But again, there's there's a difference between hiding the truth and lying. And again, if he flips out that much over yeah. not picking up a phone call, imagine uh, it's gonna be it's gonna mm-hmm. be brutal. It's gonna be brutal. Yeah, if he does find out, yeah, yeah. too awful for words. Yeah. Well, they explained his <laughs> his you know ability to. It's it's hard for him to trust people based on his last his marriage, his ex wife, and everything. So I don't blame him for being so hard on Fiona with this stuff. But at the same time, it's true, like. He needs, he needed to calm it down a little bit. But even even within his own family, like I don't think, uh, obviously, what's going on. Robbie's lied to him in the past, mm-hmm. not about these mm-hmm. things, because I don't think that's happened. Because um, that'd be unforgivable. But I think just <laughs> it, just about you know taking money and, and being addicted to drugs and things like that. There, I, there's definitely a history of that within the mm-hmm. family and lies. And I felt bad for him when he showed up at Robbie's house and he was like, how much did you ask for from dad? You know, that money is from the business that I tirelessly work for, that I earn. He's like, mom and dad aren't that rich. I felt for him because he is working so hard and he is trying to live an honest, good life. And here's Robbie like swooping in out of nowhere. And he's not even giving Robbie a, that much of a no, hard time I either. I was so like, I was waiting for him to just kind of like just calling him a complete dick and what a loser you are and kind of make a go of your life yeah, you know yeah. already sort of thing and yet meanwhile he's like said okay we're well, just you know okay buddy you know yeah. and then and he's just like so sweet he's like yeah. just too sweet that's what makes it so and, difficult and i think the, the problem is it's like it's so sweet that it you know it kills fiona i think but then the, there's probably something that she hates about that because mm-hmm. it's too freaking good he's too goody two shoes yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it's like she's flawed she's no she's flawed everyone in her life is flawed she understands flawed that makes mm-hmm. sense to her you know and someone who's like now you know living this whole I don't know. It's like he's too shining. He's too too shiny. Yeah. We had talked about that a few episodes ago mm-hmm. just when they were having their sex scenes and he was always asking her, you know, is there anything more? Is there anything more? Yeah. And we're like, well, that's what she likes, though, somebody like Jimmy who's just going to just do it and not, like, keep asking them the niceness of asking over and over and yeah. checking in right. with her. She, she just wants right, somebody right, to right, take right, control right, right. and exactly. be a little more. She wants that stranger on a plane, on a train to show up and... <laughs> that's next week. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. There you go. You're gonna take, they're going to take it to another level. <laughs> <laughs> they join the Mile High yep. Club. Yeah, but, but she's she not. She's got to think about the kids, right? Yeah. The the job's always looming above her. And remember, last <laughs> season when she took over at, at you know the custody of the kids, she's got to. You know, it's one thing to kind of have that in the back of your mind, and when you're the only person that can provide that, you got to really think about that. I, I think she doesn't know what to do with her newfound, you know, financial freedom and and the fact that she can't afford to do things i think she's trying to juggle everything and um i think last season when she didn't have the job she didn't have the money or the people or the friends to go out and like hang out and do whatever but now that she does and she has the money she's Mm. trying to decide maybe like well i want this relationship i want these friends but i also need to take care of my kids i think that's why i'm surprised that she hasn't had a little more hesitations about about the Robbie situation because of the job because I just feel like that would have been more present in her mind all the time like yeah. oh I could not only lose this for myself but lose it for everybody else yeah, but it doesn't seem paranoid. to really be much what did, yeah 
And she's also got, I mean, she's also got talents, you know, like there she was, like schmoozing that guy and, yeah. and at the really stadium and stuff, yeah. you know, I know we're going the episode back, but it's, you're going like, wow, they got like so much potential, you know, just water them and, you know, but unfortunately they're not leading towards the sun, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what kills me the most is, you know, and she's trying to give advice to Debbie, you know, in all of this and mm. how, how warranted or good can your advice be if... This is the life you're leading. And that's what kills me the most. I would say her advice was better than Mandy's advice. <laughs> this is true. That, right. Her advice. I was like, no, Debs, don't listen to her. When Mandy was telling her to take a selfie and send it to her boyfriend. I was very scared when she showed up at Mandy's so for advice. That Oh, no. Just when we thought it couldn't get worse with yeah. Debs. She's going to be yeah. in trouble. Uh, but I, do, I think Fiona's a little desperate to be there more for them. But she doesn't really know. How to juggle the two, all the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's dive into talking more about Deb's situation. You know, so, I always get frightened of this topic. I know you do. <laughs> uh, Poor Debs. You guys speak on it. You guys are girls. <laughs> I will. First off, I will say this. Thank God she did not lose her virginity. Yes. Thank God. And you know what? Um, uh, the twenty-year-old boyfriend, Maddie. Yeah. You know what? I know we've been ragging on him all, and but he really is a good guy. He is a good if there was guy. any doubt, yeah. he is a good guy, and thank God he had Plain the right sense, sense of mind to put an end to it and say no. But I, I was curious. He kept saying it's not the right time, and she said, "Why?" He said, "Because she's 13. And if he were to say, so that what? So it's like, yeah, so now is it cool? Then what? They're gonna like just hang out at his exactly. place and have coffee and pizza right. and for watch the next movies. five years. Exactly. Like, yeah. what are they gonna do? Uh-huh. Is he gonna like still court her? Like, I don't know. It, it just seems very strange. There's something a little, yeah. I know. Well, that's the thing. It's like you go like, hey, he's a sweet guy. He doesn't want to, you know, do anything nasty, and and he, you know, he, he sees her as like a buddy. But then, is it appropriate? I don't know. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> nothing's appropriate on the show, obviously. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He seems like yeah. such a good guy, you know. But but like, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's great casting on this one because yeah, we've been torn whether he's going to be a good guy or not. And Bill and I have been rooting for him, and I think he is a nice guy. But yeah, like you said, I mean, if there's anybody else who I guess maybe looked a little more advanced, I don't know. He's got such a he's, wholesome like. Yeah, he's wholesome. Just, he's like very preppy, yeah. sweet, you know, and yeah. He seems yeah. to be um, trying, you know, he's living on his own, so he must be doing uh, something right with, you know, work or whatever he's got going on for him. We don't I know think, yet. I think, honestly, I think for a 21-year-old, 20, 20 he's so pathetic that this is, <laughs> no, but in the sense that this is the only person he could really hang out Yeah, she may have guy friends and that's all well and good, but in terms of a girl that he can hang out with, it's sad that this is the, you know, all he can do is hang out with a 13 year old girl who uh, yeah. admires him because I don't think a 20 year old girl yeah. finds Well, you know, maybe she, all the 20 year olds in, in where they live are like Holly. And he doesn't want someone <laughs> like Holly. And he could see the difference, like how different Debs is. But you think know. maybe there'd be a 16 or 17 year old at least that he could just wait like so two some, years. Some, you know? some They're all the corrupt. <laughs> yeah. They're all corrupt and probably. Yeah, all corrupt. Disease ridden. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. <laughs> well. Based on Holly's track record, that's what I'm going by. Well, also on Mandy's. I'm going to go off of Mandy's. Okay, Mandy's. And plus, I mean, at what point did Fiona lose her virginity? What did she say, 14, right? Something like that? I think so. Young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know, they're That's really young. 
Yeah, and of course, yeah, Mandy's, why, what's taking you so long? Her response to why she hasn't lost her virginity yet yeah. at 13. And she's like, ah, oh, finally, you get it. Yeah. Like, someone who understands. Like, like, no. oh. yeah. Don't go to Mandy. <laughs> so I was really nervous when then she leaves out of Maddie's apartment, though, and goes running back to the arcade and traps, I don't remember the guy's name, that she drags into the bathroom then oh. with her. The other guy that got left behind by Holly. I I will give him credit (laughs) in the sense that they both had great tactics. Well, why don't we do it the way you've done it in the past? (laughs) And then at least, then at least it was great because once they were in in the in the stall, you knew neither of them, you know, knew what the hell they were doing, and it was it was like, okay, well, this is just going to end awkwardly, and and yeah. I love how she's kind of sweet when he actually. uh, Yeah, like we don't have to do this. Come on, Phil. That Which was a is, great moment. <laughs> no, it was a great moment, and and so true to to, to that age. <laughs> it's true. So, well, him and Lip both this episode. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so any age it could be. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Start talking about Frank this episode. Oh my goodness. So Frank and Carl really have quite the relationship going. Oh my god! I almost cried when Carl broke his leg. I the couldn't stre- handle the worst, it. it was oh just, my god! The just the slow, and they could have they could have had him like strapping on the first weight. We get the thing, and then the next thing could have been him on the top of the the staircase, or the, the step ladder. Uh-huh. But instead, we have to watch the painstaking <laughs> each freaking oh, uh, plate. You know, yeah. um, I couldn't it watch. Was, it was excruciating because you know what's coming and you're like, oh, 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 oh. and then the slow-mo. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And then the shooting up and just passes and out. Then, it was just, yeah. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I cringed. I couldn't watch it. I watched in between my fingers. <laughs> oh, Carl. What a... I mean, everything is is like such a what a twisted relationship. But but uh, uh, I mean, what more could you ask, you know, yeah. from a child? What kind of love, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then he bundles him in a wheelbarrow, yeah. and then wheels him down to um, to Sheila's house. To Sheila's house, um, yeah. priceless. <laughs> priceless. That was so funny. It's clever. Yeah, it's clever. I have Smart. to say that. Yeah, because I'm I'm thinking like, yeah, well, this is fine. Breaking his leg here, then what? Yeah, you know. He's got the whole plan. He's got the whole thing worked time. He's yeah. crazy. He's a crazy smart cookie. He breaking really into is. V's house, breaking his dad's leg. Then he wheels know. him all the way down to the daughters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's, that's no hope. there's no hope for him, by the way. Just you know, <laughs> Oh yeah. Lip might break out. I refuse to believe you know, that. that. He's no, he's toast. I refuse. He's toast. I have to agree with you. I guess yeah. he'll be he'll be a, you know, he'll be a, a crime leader. Yeah. You know, he'll have his own mob. Um, I guess if there's one Gallagher but, kid not to make it, it would be Carl. They, but, they're not well, really make, making it to begin with. <laughs> no, he's he's going to make it just in the nefarious uh, underworld. Um, Maybe Carl could team up with Mickey, and then they could start their own. Oh my business. god, <laughs> that would be a good. Uh, yeah, that might that might work. Yeah. Carl likes his boobies. <laughs> he does. He does like <laughs> boobies. It'd be like camp all the time for yeah. him. But I loved how Frank told his daughter that she was his daughter. On accident. He didn't even mean like, to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, to be fair to Frank, and I, I you know, Frank's so quick-witted that he could have just been like, no, 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 I'm not talking about you, my other, da- you know, my yeah. actual yeah. daughter yeah. when when I tr- initially tried to get it, and now it just sucks because she did wasn't right, and now you're not right, and so it's just cruel, God, yeah. F him. 
But he failed. Well, I think it was all the drugs he was on. <laughs> Could have been it. Yeah. Which, by the way, I like how you said dry humping is not incest. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a <Ew>. good line. <laughs> no shame. That's but so she, weird. She came back for more. You, she I, wanted... Yeah, I thought it was so strange. She I was still. Too. She still had that um, that desire to kind of just be close to him and kind mm-hmm. of. I think. I mean, look. I think there romantic. was this kind of connection, but I don't know if it's that necessarily. I think there was. She felt this connection with this guy, and here was a guy who seemed kind of sweet in his messed up yeah. way, you know. And the fact that he didn't kind of jump on her right at, from the get go because he was like, "Okay, she's my daughter," and he had so he could like restrain himself for I don't know forty eight hours or something. Let's say, you know, was probably refreshing for her, you know, and 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 I guess her coming back going like, "Well." there is kind of a connection here. And you're like, hey, it's sweet. They could have a relationship. And then, of course, a bit at the end. When you know, they're looking at the thing and then he has to grab the cushion to him. Yeah, uh, that part, I was like, oh, no, no, no. You're like, okay, that's just unfortunate. This is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, I think that her daddy issues are beyond that. Who knows how, yeah. you know, how far she'll go or, or when she'll stop, you know, these feelings that she had pre-Frank as her dad. Well, I felt sorry for her when she asked him, you know, how she tells him how long she wondered about her dad and where he was and asked if he ever thought of her. And he's just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. That was a little brutal. It was yeah. really brutal. But I thought it was sweet that she came back to him, that she found him and she sat and talked to him. She wants a relationship. But who knows what that's going to turn out to be like. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm interested in. I really want to see Fiona get into the picture. Well, you know, mm-hmm. right now we, we've been talking about how there's been a chaos and chaos, but it's, I mean, compa- in the Gallagher household, there hasn't been much chaos. It's pretty regulated, mm-hmm. but now you throw her in and Fiona versus her and what she's dealing with Mike and whatnot, that's going to be a great little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it'd be, I think it'd be cool to see. Um, Fiona and Sammy kind of fight it out. Maybe Sammy finds out that Fiona is a perfect match for Frank and she tries to force Fiona into giving her that small piece of her liver and just drama ensues. That would be a crazy storyline. Well, he's got to be hanging around the house the whole time now because his legs, you know, <laughs> yeah. you can't really yeah. get around unless he it's works true. some clever scheme. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows what's up his sleeve? Who knows? All right. Anything else from anybody about this episode? Overall, a good episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked say. it. I liked it. Yeah, I did too. Mad at Fiona still. Yes. Me too. <laughs> All right. I think we'll continue to be. Yeah. yeah. But I did like I did like Frank Frank's thing like, I quit drinking. You know, like when you know, when she's like, you know, you're my you're my dad, I need to you know. Yeah. Um I love that it always comes back to those sort of bottom lines. And her her get out, I'm sorry, we didn't Oh, oh yeah, like yeah. From the that it was, was quite spectacular. That was great. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, wow. Even that shocked Frank. And then Frank, he came and he was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, I haven't seen anything quite like that before. Yeah, I'm glad you brought awesome. that up. That was an excellent scene. Then she's banging yeah. the pots. She threw and she's him like, out. Yeah, and the wheelchair. Yeah. I probably would have reacted great. the same way. <laughs> <laughs> she was like a woman possessed. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Yeah. yeah, I like her a lot. Yeah. I'm excited to see more of her. I really am excited. I really want Mike to find out about all this, and I really want to see that explosion. Yeah. Oh, man. That will be quite the explosion. <laughs> really? All right. Well, let's turn our attention to our special guest. Oh, <laughs> shoot. I thought we were done. I was, like, so, no. I was like, hey, I think I covered uh, <laughs> We're not letting you out of here yet. <laughs> so what was it like for you, you know, working with these Gallaghers? It was cool. It was cool. I didn't, I mean, I didn't, uh, 
you know, have a whole bunch to do with, with uh, anyone else, really, you know. It was kind mm-hmm. of mainly just, like, um, lip, but, um, you know, super cool. Um, Chicago was cold. Was it? Chicago was cold. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> you know, Windy. I mean... When, they, when did you guys actually film? Yeah. And it wasn't that, it, you know, it wasn't... It was pre the whole cold spell. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm just... I'm so, like, so I've become soft here. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's, and it's <laughs> Me like, too. It was, I don't know, it was low 30s or t- high oh 20s gosh. or something or whatever which felt desperately cold you know next to like it gets it, it gets into the sort of like the the mid 60s I'm here and I'm like ooh I need a sweater so that was cold I was meant to have a hat I was meant to have a hat a cap like a little sort of cap on my head and uh, when I'm walking at the end scene and um, Luke stops me but um, I got a big head and the cap didn't uh, <laughs> the cat in the head didn't didn't fit, so it was cold, man. It was cold. I had like warmers in my pocket, um, but it was cool. It was good stuff. I was stylish. Uh, Professor Moss had some <laughs> stylish yeah, uh, threads, man. It was a nice coat. It's about as uh, stylish as I've looked uh, in a while. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be your inspiration for your wardrobe in the future. I want that coat, man. I want that coat. <laughs> they but, wouldn't uh, let you just take it as a souvenir. Oh no, 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 no. I, I saw, I saw what it was. It was. Uh, it's an expensive, <laughs> expensive wardrobe that'll be uh, uh, staying there. Um, yeah, how, what else? What else? How what long else? were you there shooting? Not long. I mean, they do, you know, they do uh, interiors here, and then they'll do um, exteriors there for for like a. Are they there for like I don't know, ten days or two weeks or something? Mm-hmm. Every like every so often and stuff. I was just there for a couple of days. Um, it was cool though, you know, like riding on the train and stuff and whatever. And, and it's it's I'd never been to Chicago before, so it mm-hmm. was it was super cool to do that. Got to see some. Um, theater and um walk around i saw the bean and uh cool yeah it was really cool it was cold i just felt so cold oh yeah i don't have like wind chill there you know you need wind that's the thing that's that whole windy chicago i was like ah the windy city it's like i understand yeah (laughs) it's cold and then when the wind blows it's a lot colder are we gonna are we gonna see any more professor moss in the future, how much? I don't more? know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what's happened now. I don't. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think in this uh, in this season we see any more of him. Um, I don't know. What, I don't know what that means for uh, for uh, 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 lip and class. We'll have to find out. We'll have to mm-hmm. find out. Shoot, um, we we're hoping we'd see some more. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I predict yeah. that we will. <laughs> um, yeah, I, f- I, f- I feel like <laughs> it's like hmm. Next thing, like Professor Moss is like coming over to the you know Gallagher household and and just you know after class. So okay, so here, what <laughs> you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? What am I? What am I? What am I doing there? Like some kind of. I like to think that Lip will become one of his favorite students. It's maybe possible. maybe unlikely, he'll take him under his wing and kind of be a mentor to him. That's what I was seeing happening though. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that will too. Yeah. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe Professor Moss has some sort of. Parallels with Lip. I don't know. Growing up, maybe. Oh, in his past? Okay. Yeah, in his past. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Well, we shall see. <laughs> so you do a lot a lot of voiceover work, too. I actually read that you you were known as the voice in South Africa. Yeah, South kind Africa. of, yeah. Yeah. That's what your bio said. I did a lot of... I did the a lot voice. Of, <laughs> I did a lot of... Uh, yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know if it's like, hey, it's the voice. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Aren't you the voice? Of it's South like, Africa. I was, I was uh, although I did have this morning walking the dogs, I did have uh, a neighbor said, and he was working out. 
because this this one guy works out in his garage, has like a trainer and stuff, and I'm walking the dogs on the other side of the the street, and and I, <laughs> I've got like a hood on. It was it was cold this morning. I don't know, like seven o'clock or something, and and um, he's like, "Excuse me, excuse me," and I'm like, uh-huh. and there's there's a dude going like, "Are you on Shameless?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, last last, last night I was." Yeah, he's like, "Ah, oh, I saw that." I was like. <laughs> and then went and bent over and picked up poop off the, off the lawn because that's what you do when you when you have dogs. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Does that happen a lot? Do you get recognized up poop a lot? All, every day. Oh, every well, day. that yeah. Most Same of the time, here. picking up other people's poop. It annoys yeah. me no end. I want to plant one of these cameras, you know, with like infrared. They're one of those like uh, uh, game cameras, mm-hmm. you know, like motion sensitive at night. Mm-hmm. No, they just just go like. And, and find out who's bringing their dogs and letting them take a dump on yeah. my yard. I hate that. That's yeah, one of my bad there was, there was an actual question in there somewhere. I kind of got into a whole <laughs> okay. non-industry-related <laughs> the voice, voices, did a lot of voice, yeah. Did a lot of voice, mainly like commercial VR and stuff. And You've also done a lot of voices for video games. <clears throat> I have. Um, which of those games have you played and or completed? I get... Oh, Completed nothing. <laughs> completed nothing. The the I didn't have a console until uh, uh, a few years ago, so I couldn't play, I suppose. Um, and then, I mean, the the skill required to play these games, um, skill and patience. You know, I mean, I, I think I have my motor skills are pretty decent. Although I did tell you that I I wiped out on the sidewalk <laughs> on the way here. I'm looking to see my my hands oh, are yeah. pretty decent. Um, but the tumble, the recovery was good. So the motor <laughs> skill is not so great in that I tripped, but the recovery was good. So there is some motor skill ability. But the, it's like, you know, you've got to do so much. And, and I borrowed the, one of the first games I worked on that then that came out that I was like, ooh, 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 uh, was, was GoldenEye Rogue Agent, which mm-hmm. was like a James Bond um, cool. uh, video game. And I was, um, who was I? I was Blofeld, um, a.k.a. number one or whatever. And, and um so it was like a voice match thing. So I was kind of like chuffed with that and, you know, getting to sort of voice a bit of a, like an iconic character. And and I borrowed a friend's PlayStation and I bought the disc and I, you know, put it in. And I couldn't even get, I could barely get, <laughs> I think I got to my character once, but I kept dying and I couldn't save it because I didn't have a, a, a memory card or whatever. And it was just, it was, it was just horrible. I was just, probably if I'd, if I'd lived with the system for a while, I would have gotten yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I played... I mean, I wish I'd played Final Fantasy, but I don't have Final Fantasy because Final Fantasy was was fun, and I and that was the first really big role mm-hmm. I had. Um, this character Balthier. Um that was also PlayStation. But yeah, um, I, I I don't really have the patience to to do like the storyline stuff as a player. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of very yeah, it old takes school, a lot of dedication. like asteroids. You know. Galaga. Um, <laughs> First-person shooter type stuff. So, yeah, Galaga. I love exactly. Galaga. <laughs> well, Galaga. I think you meant Galaga is in Throwback to Shameless. Oh, well, that like, makes sense, they, too. They, they wouldn't be doing the fantasy games. It would be very much just... Uh, well, they were playing yeah. games in the episode as well. Yeah, they? they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think uh, he was Galaga playing... Was uh, Galaga was a fun game, yeah. Dead Space, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> well, there you are. You see, obviously do play games. <laughs> so you've been on True Blood and Teen Wolf and a variety of films and t- other TV shows. Is there a project out there that you're just dying to do or that you really uh, like to do? One where they don't kill me off. <laughs> uh, one where I, where I yeah. Um, you know, it's... Uh, there's a couple of interesting things. I mean, there's, there's, you know, it's funny. It's like now it's pilot season and stuff. And so, you know, there's 
I've rode for a couple of pilots and and uh there were one or two uh one or two really cool really cool things there but um you know i'm I'm happy working on on stuff that uh, um amuses me and and uh you know i i've I've been lucky where I've had fun on most of the things most of the things I've got to do you know i I do like what I like about my job is that it's I don't do the same thing you know every day sort of thing and so where I get to do you know where it gets to be a different character is always fun you know if I get to play you know with an accent that's always fun um you know I am trying to uh be a bit more sort of mainstreamy it's kind of interesting watching this this Professor Moss guy because he's so very straight laced you know and I've and I've spent a lot of time in 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 Hollywood, I was gonna, mm. yeah, which is the what, the phrase I wanted to say, but it just sounds so silly. I spent a lot of time in Hollywood, <laughs> but, uh, but I mean playing like creepy bad guys, you know. And so it's nice to kind of uh, be moving into with like Last Resort, where it was. Uh, I mean, he was kind of a bad guy, but he was still a. Um, uh, he could have been an ally, sort of thing. It was more sort of military type. Um, role and stuff and so it's nice to move move a little out of the extreme character into more mm-hmm. mainstream stuff but I love I mean I love stuff like dream roles dream roles stuff like um, wow Damien Lewis you know the kind of stuff he uh, he's um, he's done apart from being a really fine actor some great projects like Life what a great series mm-hmm. or and you know and Homeland as well mm-hmm. and what they both have in common is that you've got someone who's leading one life on the surface and something else uh, at home kind of mm. thing. There's something else under the surface that's going on, you know, and in life it was him sort of piecing that whole thing together, like who framed him, you know, mm. and, and uh, you know, at Homeland, the whole sort of uh, double blind, you know, is he, isn't he, you know, a terrorist mm. kind of thing. And, mm. and um, those sort of roles I think are really, really interesting, you know. Yeah, when you get mm. to stretch yourselves a little bit and, um, yeah, that's a long answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, wonderful. Do you... Um, <laughs> Uh, do you kind of watch a lot of the TV shows that you do work on? Like, for example, you seem very knowledgeable of Shameless. Were you a fan beforehand, before you a did it? A little bit, a little bit. Um, I I mean, I try, I do try and watch a lot of TV, you know. Um, uh, and then, you know, if, I, if I'm going to go and audition for something, then I really try and uh, really freshen up on it. And certainly if I haven't watched it, which is, you know, occasionally the, the case, then, you know, try and uh, kind of cram um, some info just to see like the tone of the show and stuff but what happens is um, you know I start to kind of get into shows I'm not already into and then I'm just like I've got so much stuff to watch <laughs> but you know um, good stuff you know and then there's shows like I've had nothing to do with you know which I need really need to catch up on like Breaking Bad and stuff oh. I'm like I'm like <laughs> two seasons I'm behind still on you know exactly <laughs> you know and it's it's um, but um, yeah absolutely I don't uh I mean, one you 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 can go in, I suppose, and audition for stuff where you haven't seen seen the show. But I don't, I don't think it's. I think you need to to to, to see the tone for one thing. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't think you always have to know what all the uh, um, relationships are if you, if you're only coming in for you know a few scenes kind of thingy. But um, but like you know, like joining Teen Wolf. You know, I knew it was going to be for a good stretch, and I, I watched everything. I watched the first two seasons to. To get up to speed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I see no, I'm watching Seamus all the time. <laughs> I see you're a bit of a sketch artist. 
I'm a do- <laughs> I'm a just a, ner- I'm a nervous doodler. It's like uh, yeah, somebody was asking last yeah, time like cool. what what was I doing? Um, I don't know what this is. It's like a book, and then there's oh, this was the microphone. Now it looks like it's sort of a bad cake, a slice of cake with a <laughs> rocket shooting out of there's it. There's a rocket shooting out of the top <laughs> of the microphone. And there's like a weird dude with a thing on his head and. But do you draw on the side? Is that something that you that you do? I've always enjoyed drawing. Hobby? I don't uh, ish. Yeah. Ish. There's nothing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. know. I used to. I, I and and I do sort of care when I work on on set. I didn't get. I was really shameless long, long enough to to have really uh, worked some stuff. But I like to do caricatures of of um, you know actors I work with. You know, it's 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 easier if you're on a movie set typically because then you're kind of there for mm. like you yeah. Know, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, a few weeks or, or a couple months kind of thing. So then you can kind of get to know them and, and uh, you know, steal a picture from <laughs> continuity or, or um, uh, the makeup department kind of thing and, and, and then kind of work on that and stuff. So That's cool. I do like doing that kind of stuff, yeah. But awesome. That's for my own amusement. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you weren't doing acting or voiceovers, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh, man. I'd be at a bar somewhere. <laughs> and I wouldn't, at be, the behind. Alibis, I wouldn't be behind yeah. the bar. Um, what would I be doing? Um, you know, one, at one stage, I kind of liked the idea of being like a news anchor, you know? Cool. Like mm-hmm. a long, a long time ago, I kind of, I, that was sort of cool. But then, but then it's like, uh, I would, I would want to embellish a little bit more. Um, I had yeah. a job briefly, uh, uh, um, like a survival job. Um, when I first arrived in LA, and I was I was doing telesales. I mean, I didn't last very long at all because <laughs> I quit. But um, but it was like they gave you a script, you know, to sell mm-hmm. these like home security systems, and um, and I was and you you're calling you know these numbers and 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 stuff, and I was like, well, you got to kind of improvise because it's you can't do exactly well. Mrs. Johnson, you've just won a hana 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 or whatever, you know, and, and it's like you need to kind of go with the flow sort of thing. And I got sort of reprimanded for that. So I, I, I think I think anything kind of straight laced or anything. I'm a very orderly person, though. Maybe I'd be in law enforcement. Law enforcement would be kind of because I, I have a fun. big thing with <laughs> the people who don't like use their signals. When they, you know, before I hate time that. and stuff. It, it, I hate that. I like, I want to conduct a citizen's arrest and, and um, <laughs> You'd be the cop terrible. that pulls over people for that, for the little things. I would. They're I annoying. Really would. They're so annoying. I really would. I really would. Um, which is why, which is why I meditate. It's one of the reasons I meditate. Cool. Um, uh, 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 because, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of being half facetious, but, but, um, because stuff like that, man, it, you know, used to get to me in a big way kind of thing, you know. But I, yeah. I just need to kind of, ah, kind of just come back to to zero. Yeah. yeah. I read that you had started in stand-up comedy as well. Was, yeah, a long time ago. That, what was that like? Stand-up comedy was kind of fun. I mean, I was, I'm an only child, so I kind of kept myself amused doing funny voices and this kind of thing when I was a kid. And then I would do shows. Like my dad... Um, my dad plays bridge and I used to, he used to have like, you know, buddies over to play bridge and stuff. And I'd kind of, I'd work like a little show with like some stand up and I would do like a little bit of magic and I'd come out in like this bow tie and I'm like, what a schmuck <laughs> looking at it in retrospect. But I mean, it was kind of sweet, I guess. And, um, I did stuff. I remember doing stuff where also I was doing, uh, uh, I made these little cocktails for my folks. I think, 
think I might have done it for my, my dad's bridge buddies once or twice, but but mainly for my folks, I'd go in and I'd create something in the kitchen, and I'm like, no, I'm no chef. I had no interest in food <laughs> after that, but but um, I had you know those kind of those like sort of tall glasses that you'd have, uh, but the slender ones you'd have like sherry in or something. Mm-hmm. It seems very sort of British, but yeah. Um, I don't know what you would have in, but like a. A champagne flute or something? No, smaller than that. Smaller than oh, that. Okay. It's like a, a schooner, I think you call it. But anyways, it's a... Uh, but I would make like a layered, like a layered cocktail thing. But it would be like you'd need a spoon. But not a cocktail mm. in, in the sense of a, an alcoholic cocktail, like a... I don't know, some sort of almost parfait or something. I don't know. You <laughs> like see, I'm mousse. not... Yeah, but it would be like a layered thing. And, and the thing is... Like, Whatever, as I remember specifically doing it once, and, and and you know my parents would oblige me and be like, "Oh, thanks, Gideon," you know, and, and be working their way through like sort of like they'd be like some whipped cream on top, and then they'd be like maybe some chocolate and some nuts and whatever, and they get to the bottom, and it's like I remember my mom going the one time like, oh, it's, it's just, this is this is cheese," oh. and I was like, "Yeah," oh, like, no. oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, like wasn't expecting savory at the bottom of all that sweet, um, yeah. That was going back to different. What was it? What was the question about stand-up I'm comedy? So lost. <laughs> stand-up comedy. Yeah. So stand-up comedy. Was, stand-up comedy was cool. Uh, I was kind of like messing around with sort of material and stuff, and I thought that might be something I want. I'd want to pursue. Um, and then, and then what happened was I started doing. Um, you know, I was doing theater at the same time, and and uh, I found myself in a couple of comedies um, on stage, and and. There were some really cool um, dramatic um, plays that I really wanted to get in on, and I just couldn't even get to to audition, be considered for them, kind of thing, because I was seen as like a funny guy. And so I, I I remember like having this whole thing with my agent, like you know we need to like stop taking the funny stuff. We must you know not that they were getting me in stand up, but um, you know we need to kind of not do any comedy at all in order to be considered for um, dramatic mm-hmm. stuff. And so it was it was kind of it was a very conscious decision of like sort of we did comedy and then we pretty much stopped and and you know um so that was kind of the end of the the stand-up thing but um i uh i take my hat off to people who do it professionally because it's yeah it's not easy stuff huh it's what it's not easy stuff it's not easy stuff and it's yeah you're kind of very naked and exposed and yeah. and you know your sense of humor is necessarily you know what everyone else finds funny but um well your parfait cocktail is a good way to start <laughs> it is a good way to start and you know what and you know when i was when i was Still at drama school, I did. I was in some talent show on on TV, and I had some stand up shtick, and I did some impersonations and whatever, and 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 I got into like the final round, and then some other dude won, but I came second, and I won. <laughs> I won. I won a TV and a VCR. Wow! Now VCR for those of you who don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if you don't know, you shouldn't be watching Shameless. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Yeah, I was quite proud of myself. I had that uh, that combo for for quite a while, but um, yeah. Cool. Well, it seems like uh, you're a man of many talents yeah. because I do also believe that Valentine's Day is coming up next do you on believe Friday. That? I believe it <laughs> well, comes up every I, year. <laughs> but what I also believe is that somebody wanted to buy a CD with somebody singing "My Funny Valentine" on it. Oh. You might be able to direct them somewhere. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do I have? I don't know. I was. I was. There were. There was. There was. There were iTunes. It is on iTunes. It is on yeah. iTunes. It is on iTunes and Amazon. Um, a physical CD. A physical CD. They'd have to find me through my website, I guess. Um, yeah, that's a little harder these days. I used to. Yeah, but I'm. We're sort of down to. Uh, there's a sort of a handful which I'm gonna. 
throw into the ether somewhere down the line. <laughs> so you, it was a very nice no jazz way. album. Do you like to do that on the side? or? You know, what's more... Oh, my goodness me. You said I sort of took all these sort of long gestating projects. <laughs> I mean, I've been talking for years, years about doing like an acapella album, which I really, really want to do. That's awesome. Um, and I want to multi-track everything, and, and uh, all I've done is talk about it. I have like <laughs> a couple of, I have a couple of, um, you know, things I've laid down. I look at my phone because mm -hmm. that's where music lives now. It, it, it's not just random looking at a phone; it is living on there. But um, yeah, so that's something I would like to do. But yeah, I don't know it because it's like a sort of a passiony project, and it's not really for any. Uh, and it would cost a little bit to sort of do it, kind of thing. It's not something I've really pursued because it's, uh, you know, it feels like a waste, kind of thingy. Mm -hmm. But I should, I should uh, follow it through. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. Well, it sounded great. So anyone <laughs> out there you. wants to buy that for their special someone for the Valentine's Day, Phil? Yes. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy it. I don't know if there's anything special. <laughs> okay, I thought you guys snare at the CD. No, uh, no, no, not the CD. Not at the point, CD. You can have your own opinion, for, but but you know, to 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 share that right now when you're so close, it's just yeah. Just here's the, here's the funny part. I, I mean, I, in order to gain that special someone, I might need to buy a lot of them and just start handing them out to random girls. Hey, let's figure out who's special to me. Do your new social experiment. Put it on YouTube. See if any of it works. We'll find out. <laughs> nice. Do we have news and gossip or just predictions tonight? Just predictions okay. tonight. Shameless never has news. Yeah. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Well, uh, I think I stated one, I did state one earlier about how I think that Fiona and Sammy are going to butt heads at some point and maybe Sammy's going to try to force Fiona to find out if she's a perfect match or she is a perfect match and try to force her to uh, go under the knife and help Frank out a little bit. Hmm. I think something that crazy could happen on Shameless. I wouldn't put it past them. It could. Yeah. God, I don't know. Predictions? Predictions. I'm not very good at predictions. Um, I'm not either. That's you can call them guesses. <laughs> Get, yeah. I don't, li I don't like guessing. I think it's, it's thoroughly unhealthy. Hmm. <laughs> um, Well, there's Mike. I also think maybe he'll find out about Robbie through Fiona's texts. Maybe he'll have enough of her hiding stuff from him, and he'll sense all that and feel compelled mm -hmm. to look through her phone or her personal belongings and find stuff from Robbie, like texts of him saying, am I making you wet? And that'll totally just break a lot of we had a te life. We had a bit of a teaser, though, didn't we? What was the teaser towards... Next week, yeah, where he punches. He's punching him, right? The, yeah, oh, that's true. The, yeah, I was thinking he somehow finds out through something, something of Robbie's. Yeah, or, or maybe, maybe or he'll find something mm. of Fiona's there. Yeah, like something. she left mm -hmm. in his place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Those are. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't tough. know. Okay. I want to know what's going to happen have with to... the cash. With the cash, the like Frank, the the insurance payout kind of thing. Um, that don't seem. I want to see. I want to yeah. see like the details of that of that business kind of thing. That's not a prediction at all. That's like that's my wish. <laughs> that's my Wishes wish that I fine. find out the details <laughs> of the insurance payout. Um, yeah. Bill got me. 
Uh, not, not this week. I don't yeah. know. You know, I'm excited for the next couple of episodes. I think, you know, obviously we're leading into something big by, like, we have to have something mm-hmm. by episode six. Cause that's the midpoint, and then um, other stuff will carry through, obviously. Uh, maybe we'll see the kid, the four uh, four kids of, of bees. Oh, uh, then, man. You know, that'll be that fun. Would, yeah. Um, that's crazy. So we'll see. I don't know. And and and, and we still we, we still have to see Jimmy slash yeah. Steve whatever his name is at this point because I've forgotten and Ian we haven't yeah. seen Ian I was hoping with the tease from next next week that maybe we'll start finally now that they're going to show up looking for him that maybe we'll oh, that's finally right. they see do. a little yeah and they find Lip mm-hmm. at school right mm-hmm. oh right, poor Lip so I'm, I'll be happy to get him back in the, yeah. in the mix too yeah. all right so where can they find everybody at. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J-A-J-O-U-R-I and also on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast on Tuesday night. Uh, you can find me at GideonEmery.com, E-M-E-R-Y, uh, or Gideon Emery at Twitter. Yeah, just my name. Cool. <laughs> and I'm at J.J. Jorgens on Twitter and Facebook and website and my blog, TomGirl.TV. And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. See you later. I'll see you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.